Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray, and this week I am an officer of TRIM. Oh. Uh, tree ringed in memories. <laughs> we got the tree put up this week and ah. this weekend. And, well, normally we have like a box full of ornaments that have come from students and family and friends and 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 we just go through them and we put them up and it's like little memories and we do it as a family but this year it's it's weird and it's different and the kid is up in London and mm. and it looks like she's going to be staying up in London forever <laughs> and, and oh, wow. Sherry is working so so this year it was me. I got to put up the tree and I got to decorate it. And I decided this year it'll be different memories. So I got to put on Christmas music because normally I don't get to do that because Sherry works. And so, well, I mean, like when you're doing retail and all you hear all day yes. long is Christmas music, the last thing you want to do is hear it at home. So I, understand completely. <laughs> I get that, but. This year I got to like crank up Christmas music, so it was lovely. I was listening to like Bing Crosby and all like the old classics, and they were just singing away. And I was trimming the tree, and 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 this year I decided to forego all the old ornaments from all over the place, and I just went with color and light, and and it's a tree for me. Yeah, it's a Murray tree. <laughs> It is a Murray tree. I love it. It's all color. You're doing all the work. You get to do the tree you want. Totally, totally, totally. Not that there's anything wrong with our old, weird, eclectic tree with all the little doodads and stuff. But this year, I just wanted something different. So that's what I got. So the tree's up. Christmas can happen. We're ready. There you go. Well, nothing wrong a little different sometimes. Never hurts. Yeah, totally. New traditions can happen. And just add to the old traditions. It's all good. Now, just quick question. Are we talking London, Ontario or London, <laughs> London? Yes, London, Ontario. That's where okay. she is. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Cause... Yeah, there's no way the kids go into London, England. I mean, that would be lovely, but I don't yeah. think she's a fan of planes and stuff. And You definitely would need one of those. Yeah, she's certainly not swimming across the uh, pond, so... Yes, London, Ontario is where she is. Yeah, because you can't get there by car. That's right. That is true. <laughs> Not easy. No, no. Well, that's good. That sounds like a nice night. It is. It was. It was good. Hot well, chocolate is... and Christmas was... carols and ornaments galore. I was going to say, all you need is something appropriate to drink, like hot chocolate or eggnog or, you know, hot cider. Totally. Or all of the above. Well, maybe not eggnog. I don't think I've ever had a nog that I've liked, but maybe I have. Maybe it's been like heavily, heavily nogged, and then it's fine. <laughs> mm. One thing you needed otherwise was just to put on, you know, get the Rankin Bass collection and just put that on, I you, know. on the TV. Uh, totally, totally. Maybe on the weekend. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we'll have to do that soon because we have that. Yes, they're so good. Oh, God, yeah. So much fun. All right, well, I guess it's my turn. Because right. Because there's no one else but us. That's right. Paul is off on assignment. 
Paul does not care about us. <laughs> I'm sure he cares somewhere. This, this is how we'll find out if he listens or not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll know. And then we'll That's know right. we can get away with next time. That's great. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, which is totally in the Christmas spirit, the evil laugh. <laughs> I am Al, and this past uh, couple days, I have been an agent of Universal, Ultimate Night, and very exciting, reality-shifting, alternate lives. Oh, very, very nice. Yeah, my wife and I spent the last two or three days at Universal Studios Orlando, and enjoyed ourselves a lot, and got to immerse ourselves in all the different Harry Potter land, and Jurassic Park, and Kong, and their New York... And they're all set up for the holidays, so their New York has tried to set up like it has the big Rockefeller Center with the big tree. Wow. And even though they can't do things like normal because of everything going on. Right. Uh, so there's no, there was no holiday parade, but they have all the balloons and stuff they would in like a little walkthrough thing that you can go through. So you can at least walk through that and see all the balloons up close without having, you know, to be around yeah, yeah. standing with a whole crowd of people watching them go by. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. That was good, and lots of food, and it was a good time away. I bet. I bet. We, oh, we went to Universal, like, years ago, like, eight, nine years ago, I oh, think. Okay. It was wonderful. Wonderful. All the oh. Harry Potter stuff. That's at Universal, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I got to have butterbeer ice cream. Uh, oh, my gosh. So good. And the CD, I apparently made some people on Twitter jealous because I was showing the pictures from one of the, there's a one tune section. So they have like big pictures of the uh, signs up with the Phantom and Flash Gordon <laughs> and Little Nemo. Nice. That would be cool. Oh, yes. First, they have a Marvel sec. And the funny thing is that so they have the big Marvel section there. Because even though Disney owns Marvel, Universal still has the rights to have uh, the Marvel section for their theme parks. Right. So they have that right. all there. Yeah, and that's it, true. It's you... actually fun because a lot of the artwork you can tell from, I don't know if they're allowed to update stuff because you can tell it looks, it's like stuff from like <laughs> the late 90s. So it's like the way the Fantastic Four looked right. around that time and the X-Men and all that stuff. But huh. here's the thing. They also do, at least they can't have a lot of stuff up, but in one of their stores, because it is, uh, they do have DC stuff. So they have a bunch of DC comics for sale and some Batman stuff and Superman and Wonder Woman. So it's kind of funny. <laughs> like you got a little bit of both there. It's weird. It is weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. You wonder, you have to wonder if any of that stuff will like migrate over to Disney at some point, like the theme parks and. Yeah, well, as of now, from the last thing I read, I think they have the rights, or at least I think the rights go to them for east of the Mississippi for theme park rights. Okay, okay. Because okay. I think I think Disney has something for Marvel out of Disneyland. Oh, okay. I believe, unless I remember, re I remember reading about this, but it was like months ago. But it was like well right. before we even this podcast even started. But that's what I think I remember reading. They have the rights to do stuff east, the west of the Mississippi, but east. Universal still has the rights for doing Marvel, so. Huh. Gotcha. And if anyone is planning on going, the Hulk, if you like roller coasters, the Hulk roller coaster is really good. <laughs> Just as long as it doesn't smash. <laughs> Not yet. As long as it doesn't smash you when you're on there. 
That's right. It can smash once you get off. <laughs> exactly. So that was that's been my weekend. Very, good. very nice. Ugh. Jealous. Hashtag jealous. <laughs> Speaking of DC, we have something DC to talk about today, which makes sense. Totally. Lobo number three. Yes, and this, I, I think number three might be my favorite cover of the miniseries. It's pretty cool. It's just the most, looking at all of them, it's the most striking to me, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lobo in chains. Chains and more chains. <laughs> all over, including big binders on his hands and on his mouth. That's right. He's just glaring at us. <laughs> all right. Now I'm mad. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's a. It's pretty awesome that Basley does this. I mean, Lobo looks definitely a bit exaggerated, like he normally does them. But the chains, like the, all the chains, especially all the ones like going to him, look so realistic. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, he's of- got to have fun designing. I bet he just has a ball designing covers because I know his Doom Patrol covers were. Uh, amazing like they were works of art yeah and this kind of feels like one of those like you you could i could see this with robot man on the cover instead totally totally yeah it's very uh very intricate very cyberpunk sort of yeah Mm -hmm. except for you know the big blue (laughs) the big blue dude trapped in chains on it yeah (laughs) But otherwise, uh, switcher, it would fit as a Duke Patrol cover, so I mean. For sure, for sure. Even for the Morrison era, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. All righty. All right, let's get into this. Let's dive in. Oh, excuse me. Before Murray passes out. I know. So, yes, we have Lobo number three of four. And after that cover, we start off with a big splash page of Inside Legion HQ, HQ I'm assuming, with Viral Docs looking not very happy and no. also very shadowed. His face yeah. is all in shadow. We have yeah, a forehead. Yeah. That's it. have a forehead, that's it. And the ear. We got, like, the side profile. But Yes. Yes. The art is... Is it changing slightly, this tissue? Like, it looks... Oh, how does it look? It looks it, a little more Giffen. Maybe a the little. Alt, it just it looks alt. a little more exaggerated, a little more. It's feel, at least for me, especially looking at that background. It doesn't really seem to be colored in. It's more just penciled. It's like kind of just penciled almost that back mm-hmm, you know, behind that. Mm-hmm. But also going with the guy there, it kind of reminds me a bit more of. Uh, not the Giffen work that we would have seen like early on in the series or like early in the Legion of Superheroes book, but the Giffen stuff he would do kind of like a bit closer to Trencher. Right. It's right, like right, he's right. evolving towards that. And since he's doing the breakdowns of it, even though we got Beisley over it, you still have that uh, core. Right. Of the yeah, Giffen yeah. it could very well be that too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. But that's just kind of how it feels to me. It feels like that given artwork. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we have Docs there, and he's talking to a, a Legion technician who is kind of 
basically fulfilling the role of a stereotypical internet guy, internet troll in a basement. <laughs> That's true. He's quite large, uh, losing his hair, and he's also stuffing his face with what looks like a burger, and there's a hot dog, and there's at least two things of fries, and onion rings, and some kind of big drink, and it's just a mess all over his desk. He is the parody, ultimate parody of a computer technician from 1990. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Has he got something like hooked up to his heart? It almost looks like he has a two, like some kind of yeah metal thing hooked up to his chest. <laughs> Maybe he's cybernetic slightly. I don't get it. Yeah, I I just noticed that now, and I can't figure out what it's attached to. We'll Maybe we'll see figure it else. out eventually. Yeah, but I'm not sure. I think Bisley just by the thought it was cool. Yeah, could be. But anyway, so Docs is not happy. <clears throat> This is ridiculous. People like Lobo do not vanish, at least not quietly. Perhaps if you spent less time eating and more time scanning. But, but I've, I've exhausted all the possibilities, sir. If Lobo is out there, he just isn't anywhere we can pick up on. Wonderful. Everyone else in place and no Lobo. What the devil's happened to him? Maybe he off the old heritage. No, whatever else he may be. Lobo always keeps his word. Keep searching. Find him. And that's in order. Y yes, sir. And Doc stomps off. There are other <laughs> people apparently trying to, you know, generally, you know, say, good morning, Commander Docs. Yeah. <laughs> well. He's going his own, little, I guess, com uh, command center, slamming the door. Yeah, that's Damn. not going to do his uh, approval ratings. <laughs> yeah, but they all still love him. Yes. Yes. He can do no wrong. Damn, it was all going so smoothly. A picture-perfect plan. Send Lobo to bring in the one person in the universe he most wants to kill. Don't tell him who it is. Have him promise delivering to my custody alive. Stoke his frustrations to a murderous rage. Then use that rage to eliminate some tricky little problems. Started well, too. Lobo took out that problematic police chief, a potential rival. The paramilitary grannies go after Trib. Lobo can take care of them, too, and remove another troublesome radical group. Tito for the that gang of space biker hoodlums. And he turns on his monitor and talks to the technician. Well, anything yet. But, sir, it's only been two minutes. Well, hurry it up. <laughs> he is not patient. No. The truckers and the Destructo Dance Company were an unexpected bonus. Especially the way the truckers union has been dabbling in politics. It was so simple. Global kills, we walk in and restore order, and none of it can be ever be traced back to and in comes some um, pink <laughs> elephant guy. Uh-huh. With no ears though. No. Commander. He would be like right at home in like one of those mad magazine little sketchy cartoons, I think. <laughs> Yeah, he could. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And he has those really long arms and fingers, too. It's weird. <laughs> uh-huh. Commander, can I have those manpower reports? Out! Keeps the guy out. Yells, goes back to the, yells back at that guy, the, the technician. Well, where is he? But, but sir. <laughs> Docs is well known for his patience. Yes, totally. 
But now he did the monologue, so at least we know exactly what the whole point of the miniseries is. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's set Lobo up to do Doc's dirty work. Without it actually looking like he's doing dirty work. It's just, you know, it's Lobo. What are you going to do? It's Lobo. (laughs) And speaking of Lobo, we got the Sons of Lobo uh, standing on that asteroid. I think we saw him last time by the access point to Cairn. Fragging trucker dudes. They set up an ambush. They move against him, sick bag? Not yet. The main man gets first shot. But the truckers got supplies on their side. Oh, like that'll matter, Lobo. We just stay put. If Lobo needs us, then we... Sick bag, we got more company. Wow, the main man must have been in prime form. And we got another <laughs> ship coming in, which probably looks like the paramilitary grannies. I think so. And, yeah, these... I think if I didn't mention it last time, these Sons of Lobo are definitely at least artistically based on the Sons of Batman from the Dark Knight miniseries. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, look just like them. I mean, they're all, they even have Batman t-shirts on. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they look that they have that same, like, 80s punk look. Yes. Yeah, totally. With the glasses, like those weird sunglasses. Yeah, the triangular glasses, the the mohawk sort of. Yeah, the word Lobo written big on the guy's head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they look like they've stepped right out of the Dark Knight. Yeah, they're one of the, the splinters from, what was that game? The Mutants. Yes. <laughs> and back to inner, inner side, inside uh, Legion headquarters. The dance company has moved into position, sir. How can they be so close to one another and not know? And it's against the technician in Vril. The asteroids play havoc with their sensors. Besides, they're probably too intent on finding a missing star. Damn him. Uh, sir, more units moving in now. It seems to be a police SWAT unit. <sighs> All the players in place. Where is he? So what do I do, sir? Take no action. Continue to observe. And keep scanning. I know he's out there somewhere. Vril is not having a good day. No. No. Neither is that computer equipment, because there's food all over it. I know. That's, uh... That can't be good for it. No. No. Ketchup in the... On the scanner is... Never a good thing. Yeah. I saw Spaceballs. I know what happens when you get jammed. (laughs) It's never good. (laughs) And speaking of Lobo, we don't see Lobo yet, but we get to see his report card from Gray 4, when he had Mrs. Tribbs. Excellent. I'm taking notes. Let's see. Mathematics, grade Z. <laughs> Teacher's marks. Claims rudimentary number skills are all that's needed for body counts. Languages, uh-huh. Z. No aptitude whatsoever, except in foul language. Spelling, Z. Appallingly ignorant, except in words connected with pain, death, and the re- respective administration. <laughs> History. Z shows absolutely no interest. Claims history is absolute man because I wasn't there. Oh, sorry, history is obsolete man. Obsolete, yeah. <laughs> it's written in script, so it's a little hard to tell. Yes, blue script is never, uh, never it's easy. Uh, philosophy Z. When questioned on personal philosophy, kill a student seated in front of him. That actually works as Lobo's philosophy. Yeah. It's not a good philosophy, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would actually give a better grade. I'm like, well, that is a philosophy. <laughs> you have one. 
Yes. Yes. He could fight that great, I think. <laughs> totally. Take it back. Physics slash chemistry. E minus. Wide knowledge of explosives and instruments of torture, which he insists on demonstrating. See above. <laughs> Biology. E. His best subject has a morbid fascination with things that kill and things that die. <laughs> Extracurricular activities. Debating society. Banned. Refuses to recognize that physical force is not the first result in, dis- in discussion dialogue. <laughs> I like that they say it's not the first resort. I mean, yeah. second, third resort, that's fine in the debate. But we're not going to start with the <laughs> physical violence. Well, I mean, if you're saying de- violence is the last resort, then it still has to be one of them. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you're saying it's number 55, it's still on, on there, on the list. <laughs> that would make the debating... Uh, Wants to debate me on that. <laughs> totally. I would watch that debate. <laughs> sports. Blanket ban. More than 50% of school sportsmen currently hospitalized by Lobo. <laughs> Career opportunities. None, luck, none. Unless there is a market elsewhere in the universe for the infliction of pain, injury, and death. Oh, yeah, there is. <laughs> yeah. Lobo is badly in need of help. Though not, I suspect, nearly as bad as Zarnia. <laughs> Too true. And after we get this little glimpse into the history of Lobo, we're going to get to the main man himself. But first we see from the outside of a giant ship. Could have warned me, you old bat. Like, you've been shooting your mouth off since I picked you up. Why go silent on me then? And we can see they are both in uh, Lobo and Mrs. Trib are in some kind of a cell. Don't blame me, Mr. Big Shot. If you hadn't been gassed, guess why we're leaving myself. The only way they could have taken me. And you. I guess I would have killed you if you didn't yell, Look out for the starship! It's only as big as a friggin' black fragging planet. <laughs> and he is in a... Yeah, there's... Apparently this is not a good cell because there's a lot of skeletons in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's... Um, yeah. He's surrounded. And like last issue, we got a lot of graffiti on the uh, wall with a lot of bands. Because I know last last time we had a lot of metal bands written on the wall. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't recognize all the names, but I know we got Steve Vai. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But anyway, so. How was I to know it was hostile? When have we run into anyone that wasn't? Hmm. You're so upset. Why not just break us out? Not so easy. That's a bonding wall. It's key to our nervous systems. Be just like ripping my own guts out. So you're afraid, is that it? Afraid? <laughs> I'll show you. Holy frag on toes hitting gas nozzles. Not this time, Clyde. I hold my breath, see? Though I grant you, not for friggin' ever. <laughs> I guess Lobo forgot you, you can't hold your breath and talk at the same time. Yeah, very true. A very true. And we have some forms coming out of the guest area. His grammar is absolutely atrocious. All too typical of the modern age. The Lenquist one shows promise. Only the sacred bee will tell. Ready them. With their addition, the competition may begin forthwith. And we have what looks, guys, from the Spanish Inquisition. Yes. <laughs> which we did not expect. No cloaks, little pointy hoods. And they have the, the the lettering for their for their war balloons is 
kind of Thor-like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, what? Oh, what's that type of font? It's um. Fancy. Yes, it's fancy <laughs> font. Mm-hmm. And even their war balloons are square. It's not rounded like everyone else's. It's all very right. square and, and yellow, not white. Yes. Alien. They're very alien. Yeah. And we see Blobo waking up in a very impressionistic panel. Yeah. It's not fully colored in. You got a whole bunch of like question marks and swirls and things around. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. And then they all explode away as he wakes up. Comes into consciousness. Yep. What? What the frag? Shh. Don't shit me, Grandma. Uh, where the frag are we? And they are all. They are there with several other people, although Lobo's the only one chained up, at the 14th annual. Ornography Command Spelling Bee. <laughs> With a whole bunch of the uh, two rows of those Inquisition guys, one of them rushing. Well, sorry. And they even have background music for the, spe- for the bee. Commercial break. <laughs> there we go. One, one of them saying, let the bee be. And in the front row, we got a whole bunch of these uh, guys all pointing guns at everyone involved in the spelling bee. Yes. Yeah, you're going to spell like your life depended on it. Chosen ones, know that we are the ornography commandos. To us falls the task of making the universe free of the ignorant and the functionally illiterate. Oh, I like these guys. The rules are simple. Spell or die. Oh, I like this even better. (laughs) (laughs) Win three times, you may join us in our eternal crusade, or go free. No emotional outbursts, no gum chewing, all judges' decisions far final. Oh my god, I need these guys. <laughs> and the alien next to Lobos, and they're going, one more time, one more time. Guess you're the current champ, huh? Y- yes, why yes, yes. <laughs> First contestant, your word to spell is... Sheesh, how do I get into these things? One more move and they'll gas me and blow me away. <laughs> Might as well enjoy it while I can. And so they're giving the uh, first word to the first contestant. Oxymoron. O-X-M-Y-M. Err, no, uh. And they blast him away. Zap, zap. <laughs> and they really blast him away. That panel is hilarious. Yeah, his face is just explodes. <laughs> and Lobo finds it hilarious, too. Hey, this looks more interesting than I thought. <laughs> hmm, you'll never get past the first round. Uh, next contestant spells syllabub. S-I- Error! Ah! Bam! They shoot him. <laughs> And then we jump ahead to Mrs. Trib and her finishing up hers. Be okay. Jambok. Your turn, Lobo. I used to grade your papers. Bye-bye. Next <laughs> contestant. Spell genocide. Oh, there we go. He's got this. And Lobo is, is looking very happy. And then now we go to the next contestant next one who's finishing up his. N-Y-N. Melindabum. I can't even say it. Melindabum. 
You say it. Uh, molybdenum? I think yeah, it's molybdenum. Good. Yeah. Correct. Next. Monomic. And, ah, error. <laughs> that didn't work. Next. Carpace. K, error, bam. <laughs> and we get to see Lobo finishing up his word now. I, who, in Mutilation. <laughs> uh, what is that? I can barely read that. Next. Katie did, I think. Katie did. C, R. And the alien next to Lobo is doing pretty good. That's why he's the champ. E-O-N, curmudgeon. This clown could be a problem. And Mrs. Tribb is also doing well. I see. Synergistic. Yeah, that sounds good. Yep, totally. Three three contestants remain. Sudden death, spell, and conjugate. (laughs) You won't get lucky this time around, Lobo. She's right. Got to cut down the competition. Here goes nothing. And just goes, blows in the guy's ear next to him goes, boo. And the guy, of course, who's been a mess of sweat, goes, ah! And bam, no outbursts. <laughs> there we go. Down to two. Down to two contestants. Spell, conjugate, and suggest suitable antonyms. What a means. Wait a minute, Clyde. This ain't fair. She's a teacher for fetal sake. Is this true? Yes, I've been badly abused by this lout. He ruined my evening at the ballet. Then he cut off my legs. He... See? She's a fragging teacher. Yes, we see. A teacher. And then the next thing you know, Lobo is like on the cover, chained up fully and with massive guns pointed at him. With a little... One of the guns even has a uh, death on it. It says repent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess I should have said that, huh? <laughs> For abuse of sacred giver of literacy, there can only be one punishment. Death. May the divine teacher of us all give you a lesson you will never forget. Ready? Aim? All right, feel, that does it. Too I late. feel like that panel, that that panel could be like a poster in my classroom. <laughs> but it has to have the word balloons on it, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, well. And you don't want your students to see the next page because Lobo breaks out (laughs) before they get the fire. All right, that does it. You should have stuck me with the gas. You should have stuck with the gas jets, boys. You obviously didn't read my book or you'd have known this was a bad idea. (laughs) And Lobo starts beats them all up. School's out, you erudite geeks. (laughs) Look at him with the big words. (laughs) That's O-U fragging T. He starts punching people's <laughs> heads off. And enjoying That's it. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. And speaking of Lobo's grades, let's jump back to see his report card for grade five. <laughs> all written in red this time and no script. It's all just uh, written in uh, print. Student yeah, yeah, Lobo, yeah. grade five. Assessor, Prof. What's his name? Prof. doesn't know his own name. Weird. Subject, uh-huh. mathematics, grade A+, plus. teacher's marks, 100%, this guy, the guy is a genius. Languages, A+, plus. aliens is people too, Clyde. Spelling, A+, plus. totally awesome, I'm on a par of his command of grammar, you dig? <laughs> History, A+, plus. constantly astounds me with his in-depth knowledge of Zarnian evolution and all the rest of that old crap. 
<laughs> Starting to wonder something about this report card. Mm-hmm. Philosophy A plus has a very original approach to life and its problems. He's not wrong. Physics, chemistry, A plus. This level is one <laughs> D-U-D, but that's crossed out. D-O-O-D, but that's crossed out. D-U-D. Who knows his stuff, man? Uh-huh. Biology, A plus. Call the man pro call the man professor. And for his extracurriculars, debating society. Hey, you can't argue with a solid 100% record. At least not unless you got a burning desire to have your spleen removed. <laughs> Sports, captain and star player. Career opportunities, brain surgeon, philosopher, scientist. The sky's the limit for this talented and popular people. Simply the best student I ever encountered. Enough said, or would you like your face removed? <laughs> I'm starting he had, like, a huge turnaround from grade four to grade five. I'm starting to think local might have something to do with this report card. <laughs> Maybe a little. Not with the getting the grades, but actually with the writing of it. I think he might oh, have been yeah. involved somehow, but I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. I think the spelling's a giveaway. And now they're flying away from the sacred bee and the Lobo's chopper. Well, I hope you're proud of yourself, you ruffian. Button it, teach. Or what, you'll cut my head off next? Don't tempt me. Where are we going now? None of your damn business. Such language. <laughs> <laughs> and now back to Planet Cairn. Uh, apparently somebody is stuck out in space. Yeah. There's, there's a whole bunch of space junk out there, including uh, around the planet, including a TV and some poison and a sports car and a syringe and a <laughs> dead astronaut. Yes. And we see sitting there very patiently is Drill Docs waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Sir, it's Lobo. He's online. Patch him through, you fool. Where in the hell have you been? Fine, thanks. And you? I'm warning you, Docs. This is not a good time to be mouthing off me. I'm having a really bad week. And your prisoner? Ah, she's okay. We made a deal, didn't we? Just keep that in mind. So, you're on your way in? Not yet. I figure I earned a little R&R. &R. Got me a room with a view on Rival Revel 7. I'm going to lay back and have me some well-deserved fun. F-U-N. <laughs> so you can just wait. Believe me. I need this break more than you need trips. Lobo out. Revel 7. Hmm. Expect him to put up more of a fight. Revel 7. He announces he's on Revel 7 over an unsecured line. Oh, my God. And he starts racing away to that technician, who apparently has been eating enough that the entire floor is covered <laughs> with... Uh... Yeah, Docs gets to, like, step through the... Uh... The boxes and... Yeah, cabin. yeah, yeah. You know what that reminds me? Did you read Hitman? I did not. Oh, there was this one burger place that John McRae would draw, they would go to where like, so he would draw the burgers like the si literally the size of bigger than their heads. Like four <laughs> times the size of their heads. And it'd be like this horrible greasy spoon diner with, you know, it was if, similar to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The others, are they all moving out, sir? They heard. Sir, why did he call on a public line? Because he doesn't know about them. Plus, of course, he's an imbecile. Uh, of course. Damn, damn, damn! Revel 7, the party world. 
no army, no police, a totally neutral, safe vacation world. And it's the busy season. <laughs> you heard him, truck. And so we can see all the different elements that are after Lobo. You heard him, truckers. Let's go. Belt up, ladies. Revel 7 is in the League of Decency's next stop. All SWAT mm-hmm. units prepare for warp speed. Look out, Lobo. The law is coming. Revel 7. Now we'll really teach that sucker how to destruct their dance. Hey, hey, hey. The main man's <laughs> taking a break. Revel 7, lowlifes. Sir? Ugh. Revel 7, today a hedonistic paradise, tomorrow a wasteland. <laughs> and speaking of which, they are, we find Lobo and Mrs. Tribbs relaxing at Revel 7 with some drinks. <laughs> Boys have many drinks, apparently. Yeah, he's. Uh, who knew he was a fan of like little uh, umbrella drinks? Yeah, and she has. Uh, she's even getting her drink, so you know, get her something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Her relationship still cut off. But, you know. <laughs> That's right. And he's even reading something. Yes. Or maybe he's just the pictures. <laughs> maybe. Maybe, maybe. Furthermore, not only have I no desire to be here, but I find the whole concept of a vacation world extremely cheesy. Shut up and drink your Mai Tai. <laughs> And that's where we end. And now. that is where we end. <laughs> You're right. That was a good, good issue. I heartily approve. Spelling me. <laughs> yes. It was this good. Giffen has an output for all his absurd ideas. Yes. Yes. He's found the... Uh, he's found the outlet that he needed <laughs> i mean because besides the artwork kind of looking like it's headed a bit towards the the trench or stuff it sounds you know he's going more and more doing the absurd stuff that you know he would get back to doing you know i mean he did the ambush book stuff but now he's done he was doing all the serious stuff you know right just i mean just league was funny but still it was like a actual story with stuff happening yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and legion and legion of superheroes and now it's like he's going back towards the absurd stuff where we're going to get in a few you know He's going to go towards a few years of Trencher and then, uh, what, Heckler and Vexed? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, where he, uh, he just got to let loose and let his crazy ideas out and just, just have some fun. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Excellent. Well, that brings us to the end of this issue. Yes. Paul is keeper of the feedback, unless you've got any tweets kicking around uh, i think i had something let me double check Alrighty. might have had some um, comments or at least people are just enjoying it i forget both are good oh hey. we did have somebody let's see david finn said hell yeah lobo <laughs> awesome and someone called the flyer tractor said I remember hunting my local supermarket and gas stations at a comic book turnstiles to try and find all this mini. That's funny. Can you imagine looking for this at, like, on a spinner rack? But, I mean, I guess they were still around at that point, right? Oh, yeah, they were. Because I remember being on a vacation, and my parents were stopped at a store, a supermarket, because we were buying, I think we are in, 
somewhere in Disney or something. So to help, you know, it's to save money, buy some stuff at the supermarket since you have a kitchen. And if you have a kitchen there at in the hotel, so you don't have to eat out for every single meal, especially if you're there with right, three right, kids right. and there for a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I remember while they were shopping, I remember reading a couple comics at the, on the spinner rack in the store, including an issue of X-Men 2099. Wow. And I don't think that started, I don't think the 2099 series started until like 91. Yeah, that sounds about right. So. Yeah. There we go. They and apparently still... he, sorry, go on. Oh, I was just going to say, comics were still out in the wild at that point. And apparently Flyer Tractor did get all the issues. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. He, I, you know, I should have asked about the picture of this, because he said, yep, I got still got my OG copies of my Lobo Locker behind me. Huh. I'll, have to ask him what that, I'll go back on there and ask him what that is. Yeah, his original copies. You know, Lobo Locker. Huh. So I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, I'll ask him what that is. I'll yeah, find out for next yeah, week, hopefully. Cool. All righty, folks. If you want to leave us feedback, you can send us emails to the Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. Correct. I think. Look at that. I'm pretty sure that's right. I think so. <laughs> or you can hit up the website uh, or the Facebook page. Those are also places where you can leave us feedback and comments. Or uh, even on my Twitter feed when I post the episodes. Totally. Totally. Lots of places. Leave us a comment or two, and we will happily read them and enjoy them. Yes. <laughs> Alrighty. Sounds good. We will see everyone next week. B-Y-E. D-A-P-A-B-A-C-E-N-N-I-A. Dapenich. I my my phone couldn't turn out. <laughs> it's something. It's something that means see you later. <laughs>